Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again. Time for some real talk about real issues to enhance your real life. Whatever you think, whatever you know, whatever you feel, Tanya doesn't mind talking about it. Get ready for some talk that is always rated to R because talk with Tanya has got to be relevant. Talk with Tanya has got to be refreshing. But most importantly, talk with Tanya has got to be real. Tune in right now for real talk with Tanya. Uh, 
spiritual attack because music uh, penetrates our mind and our soul so much. And those who minister through music have a, a another level uh, of attack that I, I know that they go through. And so we're going to talk about that tonight. But before we get started, I want to encourage everyone to visit TanyaWhite.com, T-A-N-Y-A, white is in the color.com. Sign up for Tanya's Tips. It's free. It's an inspirational and motivational newsletter that comes out every Thursday, and it is designed to give you tips for today to transform your tomorrow. We have been, this is our fourth year. I cannot believe it, but we are, are have empowered so many men and women throughout 17 states in London uh, and who have gone and, and, and done things, moved into their destiny, started businesses, written books, done so many powerful, wonderful things, and we are honored. So uh, sign up for that. If you are a writer, we always, I always welcome guest writers to uh, feature some of their writings uh, on Tanya's Tips. So just shoot me an email at tanya at tanyawhite.com. And when you're visiting tanyawhite.com, go ahead and purchase some of those great books, Relationship Reruns and How to Deal with a Difficult Woman. Uh, both of them are on Black, what is it, Black Book, Christian Book Company, bestsellers list, top 50 um, for the month of March. Relationship reruns is at number 15, and How to Deal with a Difficult Woman is at number 34 this month, and we, I am just totally honored. So go purchase both of those books. If you're on the Blog Talk site, you can click it right there. But if you want a personal autograph copy, you have to order it from TanyaWhite.com. I give a little inscription, and I pray over it, and I bless people with it. So, uh Anyway, just get the book, read it, tell me what you think. We also have affordable and effective advertising sponsorships available now with Real Talk with Tanya White. Our Listening Honest is growing, and everyone has been sending some fabulous comments, and we are so excited. So if you want to check those out, again, visit TanyaWhite.com or shoot us an email at realtalk at TanyaWhite.com. Uh, tonight. We want to hear your comments. If you want to share with one of our um, artists tonight, Martha Menizzi is on, LaShawn Pace, Sherry Addison, and my co-host, Dr. Naima Johnson, who I'm going to bring on in a, just a few minutes. It's going to be power pack. So feel free to call in at 347-215-6446. Or if you want to just uh, put some information up in the chat, do so. Uh, let's have a live chat tonight. But those who comment on the show after the show via TanyaWhite.com on our com uh, contact page, you will receive a free gift from uh, our guest tonight and some guests from previous shows. We have a Real Talk grab bag, and we love, love, love blessing people with gifts that helps them to change their no-I-can't attitudes into yes-I-can't actions. And all you have to do, all you have to do is send a comment, whether you liked it, whether you're not. Uh, send it via TanyaWhite.com, the comment page, or shoot us an email at realtalk at TanyaWhite.com. Again, tonight, like I said, our topic is women in music ministry, the men, the myths, the misunderstandings. And if you are a woman minister, if you are a woman uh, in the music ministry, you know exactly the three M's that I'm talking about. So we would love to hear for you, from you and share your testimony. But right now, I'm going to bring on my fantastic co-host. I love having co-hosts on Real Talk with Tanya White, and the Lord just keeps sending and blessing me with people just who just agree automatically, and I just love their energy, and tonight we're going to have Dr. Naima Johnston. She's going to be with us in June doing our 
celebration of Music Month, but she has agreed to co-host tonight because she is a, a woman in music ministry, and I'm going to bring on right now Dr. Naima Johnston. Hello. How are you? I am fantastic. How are you tonight? I am blessed. I am blessed, blessed, blessed. <laughs> now, am I so saying your name right? You are. You got it Thank down. It's Naima. Yep. Thank the Lord. Now, Naima, <laughs> tell, tell the audience who you are and where you just moved to, because that is one of my favorite cities, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Naima Johnston. I'm in full-time music ministry, travel the country. I've been really blessed to be able to pursue that full-time and, you know, share with the people God's word through song, and I just moved because I just got lost this morning <laughs> to Nashville, Tennessee. So I was downtown driving around in a circle. It was very fun and exciting. Yes, <laughs> yes. you will get lost. I believe it's on uh, Interstate 40. Yeah, you got lost. Yeah. Well, coming off of 40, I was downtown on Music Row, driving yes. around that big naked statue down there. <laughs> <laughs> I know the city well, and I love Nashville because yes. I am a big, huge country music lover. I know my fans. They say all the time, I live up to my last name, but music <laughs> is music to me. And Amen. listen, I will bust out in a Dolly Parton song, a Loretta Lynn song, a Shania Twain song. That is so funny that you said that because <laughs> today when I was walking downtown, there was a big sign out in front of Sony, uh, yes. Sony Music Publishing, and it said, congratulations, uh, Taylor Swift, for your number one fairy tale song. I can't remember the exact name of the song, but fairy tale is number one on the pop charts. And I started singing the lyrics. I know people were looking at me like, <laughs> Listen. what is this chick singing this song, this country song? But I knew it, and I was singing along. So I love it. I love, I love the country music. You know, I think it's the raw honesty of country music. Cause they'll tell you, yeah. I'm not no good, but still, <laughs> but listen, I went to. Have you been to the Country Music Museum? Oh my God! You know, before I moved down here, I was down here for a visit, and we went, and um, I was like, wow, this is great. My dad is coming next week, so I'm gonna take him there. I think he'll um, enjoy it. Uh, my friends, they just looked at me. They said, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I love it. And then when I went into Ernest Tubbs' store, you know, that is where, um, oh, my gosh, coal miner's daughter, Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Oh, my God. They take the scene in there. And, girl, it was just like an epiphany, uh, out-of-body experience (laughs) that I had when I was standing in the middle of Ernest. I was like, oh, my God, I just need to break out, sit on this stool and play a guitar. <laughs> the song. That's great. I know That's that. great. <laughs> <But> <laughs> so I'll probably be down there this summer to see you. Can you come see me? We'll go back over there. I'll start quoting some uh, coal miner's daughter. You know, I can quote the movie. That's uh, how many times girl, I see. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can quote coal miner's daughter, too. And Sweet <laughs> Dreams with Patsy Cline. Oh, yes. I love that movie, too. Oh, my God. Well, Naima, let's get back to women in ministry. (laughs) Women in ministry. All right. Oh, my goodness. How long have you been uh, uh, in the music ministry? I've been in music ministry since 2001, full time. And you know what? I tell people it is the hardest thing I have ever done. It is harder than getting my Ph.D., and that was hard. Wow. (laughs) But this is harder. Yeah. 
What, what makes it so hard? You know, there's a lot of, you have to do a lot of dying self because yes. always this question of, um, Am I promoting me? You know, I always feel like I'm promoting me, but you're not. You're promoting Christ, and and that's always a fine line, learning to walk that, because you can't just sit at home and believe that, you know, somebody's going to knock on the door and say, you know, God is going to, God told me to come here and get you, and you're going to now sing on word records. I mean, it could happen if that's God's will, but I don't know anybody that's happened to, you know, most people have to walk out their destiny, and along the way, God opens the doors. Um, but when you're, first of all, just, you know, trying to be humble in that, that's difficult. And then um, there's so many people out there who want to sing, um, mm-hmm. and that's always a challenge because, you know, everybody's not saying, God called me. Some people are just saying, I want to sing. <laughs> and so that's always an interesting mix. Yes. And, yeah, and it's ministry, and anytime you have to deal with, People, <laughs> God's loving people. people. That you are. Amen, amen. You have to deal with people and their stuff, and then you got your own stuff. So your stuff mixed with their stuff. Sometimes yes. it's a mess. <laughs> you said so, something so important. You have to die to self, and that's one of the questions I'm going to ask our fantastic guest tonight. And let me tell you, when you know, I'm a big dreamer. I go for. I'm out of the box, you know. I go for it if the Lord puts it in my spirit. I'm like, okay, let me go. Maybe, you know, they'll come. Maybe they'll put. But when all of these ladies, oh, my God, Naima, when they return (laughs) my emails, I passed out in the spirit because I knew that this show was going to be powerful because each lady tonight, and if you don't know who, we have three powerful. When I say powerful, trailblazers who are delivering so many people. They delivered me. I can remember right. the song that actually turned my life around and took me to another stratosphere in the spirit. So we have Which tonight. Song? Oh, my God. Naima, do you, I'm trying to calm down. So <laughs> if I black out, if you don't hear any uh, me answering any questions, just go ahead and take the show because the spirit <laughs> has knocked me out. I might be with you. I might you be know, with you. <laughs> okay. The, and let the Lord, because let me tell you something. My first guest, Martha Menizzi, Woo, my goodness. I still play, and I still have it right here in my hand, her CD, The Best mm. Is Yet to Come. Yeah. Because that CD took me to another level of worshiping God and, my, uh, and the ministry. I knew he wanted me to uh, flow in as a preacher, right. as a teacher, uh, in, in sanctification and in, in true authentic worship that is diverse. Uh, that's one thing I love about Martha Menezes because she is diverse. Um, Amen. And I've Amen. seen her live twice, and, it's, oh, and I, I can't even to... describe it. Can't even you describe know, I had a real funny story about <laughs> about Martha Menezes. And and I believe she's on the line. So let, yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you this story real quick. I, I sing her song, Glorious, you know, uh-huh. um, just for praise and worship, and my dad, who is not a churchgoer, uh-huh. he he hears me sing the song. So we go to the movies. We watch uh, the gospel. We yeah. come out of the movies, and he's like, "They was singing your song." <laughs> 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 I was uh, like, "That would be a big negative, Dad. I wish. I wish." Wow. So, Let me tell yeah. you something. That that CD. I'm telling you. From the mm-hmm. from the start to the finish, amen. You you amen. might I, I've passed out many of times in the middle <laughs> of that CD. 
But praise <laughs> the Lord, the Lord needed me to pass out so he can minister to. But let me Amen. read her bio because I'm excited because she's on the phone, and I know we're going to have a fun in the Holy Ghost, and she's going to enlighten us with uh, what it is to be a woman in music ministry, the men, the myths, and the misunderstandings. Martha yeah. Menizzi, international worship leader, uh, is considered to be one of the forerunners of cross-cultural praise and worship music. Yes, she is. And as a result, she has been uh, successful in transcending cultural, denominational, and generational boundaries. My my brother, who is not a churchgoer either, uh, he's in his early 20s. He knows some of her <laughs> songs in and it blesses him. So, And she's also been nominated for a Grammy, a Dove, Stellar Awards. I know you've seen her on TV. If you haven't mm-hmm. seen her live, that's an experience that you need to uh, go to. I don't know, save your pennies, save your nickels, but go to a, 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 a concert with this powerful woman in the music ministry. Let us click her on. I believe this is her. Doc, um, I'm, I'm gonna Dr. Naima. Naima Johnson, yeah. are you ready? I'm ready. Let's welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, Martha Menissi. Hello. Hello, how are you? I am fantastic. Is this Miss Menissi? Yes, it is. This is Martha. You just call me Martha. Don't try to pronounce my last name. It's too Okay. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Martha, we are ecstatic to have you Aww. on Real Talk with Tanya White. Well, thank you. Nice I'm, trying to 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 you. I'm trying to calm down. I'm trying to calm down. So Aww. my co-host may have to... Uh, interject and, and run the interview as I come back into the spirit. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I'm honored. I really am. And I'm anxious to get started and let's help some people. Yes, let's that's help them. Yes, <laughs> that's what it's all about. Uh, my co-host is Naima Johnson, who is a, a worship leader herself. Hello, Naima. Introduce yourself. Yes, I'm Naima, and uh, I, I might be in the spirit too. So I'm gonna try to, uh, I'm gonna try to stay sane for the moment. <laughs> All uh, right, Miss Martha, let's get started. Tell us who okay. you are. I love always asking this question. Who are you in your own words? Well, you know, I'm, I'm um, really first of all, I, I'm a lover of God. That's who I am. Number one, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. That falls in line. Um, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. Uh, I'm a songwriter. I love to worship. I'm a worshiper. That's really what I label myself if I have a label. And uh, everything else just flows from there. So, you know, I, my my relationship with the Lord just, I love it. And I love to Him. And everything else just kind of resounds and, and flows out of that. So that's who I am. <laughs> that's who you are. That's yeah. great. That's good. That's, you know, I was really blessed to be able to see you this summer in New York City. You were at the Waldorf Astoria, yeah. And I was there with my mom, and it was such a powerful, powerful time of worship. And and it you was. shared many of the songs that you you had written. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey? How did you become such a powerful songwriter? Well, you know, I, I, it's funny because so much of it just happens naturally that you don't. I, I didn't think of myself being a a powerful songwriter, a great songwriter. I always knew, even as a teenager, I wanted to write songs, and I did. I wrote a few songs, um, but I, I just being involved in a local church. I mean, that's having the opportunity to minister and to grow and to work with people and to flow and to find those holes and fill them and and to find those areas that needed a song to to back up the theme or to back up the sermon or 
we don't have a good altar call song or we need a shout song or a breakthrough song and, you know, and hard to find. And so that really helped me develop how to listen and how to find those areas that needed to be groomed and developed. And, and I mean, really, it's just working in my local church, working with my mom, working with my husband eventually and, and working with a team. Though That's really what helps develop the gifts in my life is what really helped develop it and being working with a choir and, and music musicians and singers. And then the Lord just began to drop ideas and thoughts. And, you know, I'm, I really just feel like I, I get the privilege of holding the pen <laughs> and he right. just flows through me. And, and over the years I've developed the gift of songwriting, um, which where it comes a little bit more naturally, but I like the ones that just, you know, you're minding your own business and all of a sudden, you know, there it is, or, or right. you're just, worshiping God and the Lord just gives me an idea to the best when they come easily, but they don't always come that way. But that's really, it's developed. It's over the years, just working on it. And, and God just blessed me with some, some songs. I'm, I'm really proud that he gave me. Now, what is your favorite song that you've written for somebody or on mm. yourself? That's a hard one because I have a lot of <laughs> favorites. <laughs> um, you know, I think, Probably, if I had to choose, and the only reason I would choose because of who you are is because of, the, of what it does for the people. Mm-hmm. When we, wherever I sing because of who you are, it just creates an atmosphere that is so powerful. And um, people really connect to that song. And it's a song about God to God, mm-hmm. and which I think make the best songs for praise and worship. And I would have to say it's, if I had to pick, it would be because of who you are. Wow. Well, you want to know my favorite, Miss Martha, this time. Well, sure. I know the plans I have for you. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's probably number two. (laughs) That had to be birth. That wasn't like, I'm going to sit down and write this. No, no. You didn't didn't have to go through some stuff with that one. Yeah, that is absolutely a song that was birthed, and I had – been at my church. My husband and I have been working at a, a, a large church here in Orlando, live Orlando, Florida. We started from the church's inception. From the beginning, we were there and watched it grow, and were a part of that growth and a part of the leadership. And when God asked us to step down and lay that down, it was really difficult because we probably, you know, wrestled with it. Is that the word? And argued with God for about a year, not really understanding what God was saying. You know, but we just felt like okay, it's time for you to do something different. And everything that we used to love and used to have such a heartbeat for and a passion for now just became a, a job. It just felt it didn't have the same passion. So I rebuked the devil, you know, and this is me. I've just lost my edge. I, I've, got to, I've got to just shake myself. And, and then I started to realize, and the Lord began to show me, that sometimes it's because he's turning the page. And many times whenever we feel that feeling of uncomfortableness, I think that's the word. Or if we just feel like, okay, this doesn't have the same meaning, the same feeling that it's okay and that God is taking me to another place of ministry or or just to be open to what God's saying. And and our pastor finally sat down with us and said, you know, I've, I've, God's been saying this to me and as hard as it is, I really think that there's so much more for you. And it was just a relief. It was such a relief because I knew that's it. The bell went on, the lights went on. And I said, that's what this is about. It's time for us to step out in faith. You know, you 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 reach a lid. You know, there's a ceiling, yes. and when you when you hit that ceiling, if you're not sensitive to say I've got to go higher, I've got to let go of that 
of the level I'm on to reach to the next level and step out of my comfort zone, step out of what's familiar, and be willing to what what it what it looks like to start over, I'm going to keep hitting that ceiling, and nobody under me is going to even be able to grow. Yes. And, you know, I, I because I have to go up so that others can go up. Mm-hmm. It's not just about me. It's about those under me and that are looking to me. And so that – was really the, the the whole catalyst for me. I said, I I can't just sit here. I've got to until I die. You know, I've got to move on to the other side. And we stepped out of faith, and it was so exciting and so much fun, and probably the scariest thing I've ever done. And and at the same time, it was a huge letdown because you go out celebrated, and then Monday morning comes, and it's like your phones, nobody's calling, and everything just shuts down, and. Nobody knows you're out here, and what do I do? How do I, how do I even do this? You have no idea, you know. But we know God's called us out here to do something full time. Don't look back. And I remember, you know, the enemy works real hard at trying to 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 frustrate and discourage and and bring depression. And but I knew deep in my heart that God had something better. But my mind, you know, I had to battle my mind. And I remember one day I was like, okay, God, I was I was good at encouraging my husband. I was good at talking the talk. But deep down, I was so afraid, and I remember going upstairs in my office and just shutting the door and just sitting there going, okay, God, you brought me all the way out here. You better not leave me. <laughs> and that song, and I began to weep and cry and just cry out to God, and the Lord said, go get your Bible. And I reached down, and I grabbed my Bible, and I opened it up, and it opened up to Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm. And, of course, you know, I start crying. And that song, I know the plans I have for you. I know what you're going through. So when you... Uh, you can't see what tomorrow holds, and yesterday yeah. is true. Remember, I know the plan. And I began to sing that, and I sobbed, and I fell out on the floor. I mean, it was just my moment <laughs> to cry and to feel bad and feel good, and God to remind me he has a plan. And he wrote it down 2,000 years ago, you know, and encouraged me that I have a plan. And I, didn't, yeah. I have forgotten to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope, great success. Yes. And that was such something, it was, it, at that moment, everything changed. And so I, t- I, I sang it to my husband, and we worked on it, and I began to sing it every single place I went. I began to sing it, and it was so explosive. Mm-hmm. And when I sang it for Israel and the producers, um, he was like, wow. But I almost didn't do it on the record. But at the last minute, I decided to do it, and it became one of the greatest moments of the record. Mm-hmm. And, and it really, at that moment, it exploded in me. Everything that I had been through at that moment, I was remembering and realizing, and the passion of that just really showed up. And it's blessed so many people, and I, I just thank God for it. Well, it blessed me because uh, it was so ironic that you said um, how you birthed that song. Because when I heard it, it was I saw you first in Cincinnati when you was on the Sisters in the Spirit with Juanita Bond. Mm-hmm. Right. And at that time, my mother was uh, in the hospital dying from lung cancer. And oh, you know no. how you... Um, you're afraid to let go, sure. Your loved ones, and yeah. that song ministered to me so much. Oh, praise God! I knew that her journey was complete, mm-hmm. and God had something for me to do after That's she right. was gone. So it blessed yeah. me, Martha. Well, and you know, there's always a birthing after a death. Yes. You know, I mean, God allows things to happen, and we don't understand it, and and He doesn't make things happen, but He he knows he, he's already in the future. He's already seeing what we can't see. Yeah. And the things that are devastating to us, 
it it devastates him for us to to he's upset that we cry and he feels for us and he's brokenhearted for us but at the same time he knows there's so much more waiting on us that's going to bring us joy that he says you can get through this you're yeah. going to make it through and here's the promise that I have I've given you so and, he, and it's so true it's so true God always blows my mind with with what he has to give me when I do let go yeah. and just receive the new thing wow what you said really just ministered to me because I just made a major move and a major life transition, and you know the Lord told me to go out and do something, and I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs like, why am I here? Right. What you right. said, oh, it just it just so ministered to me, and it's, it's so God. awesome that you know it's your God. pastor was able to just say, you know, you were right in tune, and he was able to say. Just you've got to go get out the nest and, right. and walk on, and, and that's awesome. You know, it's always awesome when you find people who partner up with you and, and understand right. what God is calling you to do. But I guess I'm wondering how you deal with it or, or have you experienced, I know particularly we're talking about men, but um, mm-hmm. how that has affected your music ministry if there have been men or important people in your life who have not been supportive or who have <laughs> have um, discouraged you in some way. You know what? I I could tell you some stories that you go, what? That's nutso. That's psycho. With with men in my life, very people that really should be fathers, spiritual fathers. But I I just think that nothing can stop you. Right. No negative words. No, it doesn't matter who it comes from. It's amazing when God's graced you to do something and anointed you to do something, it just has to get done. And, yeah, all of those issues, they hurt, they they may stifle you, they may trip you up. You know, if you have a, a pastor or even your father or whatever person may be, or mo- anyone, it doesn't even have to be a man, that may be in, intimidated or, or may be um, not ready to let you go or or whatever the reason may be, jealous or or may not be able to see the gift in you. I just learned, and it sounds kind of hokey, but just I just learned to not let that affect me and just to stay sweet, stay calm, stay sweet, stay in God, constantly keep giving the right answer. Don't get caught up in people's opinions because opinions change. That same person that's that's saying, you know, the stabbing you in the back will be patting you on the back saying, I knew it. I saw it in you all along, <laughs> you know, and it's like, dude, you totally did not see this at all, you know, uh, and, and, and I don't, I just learned not to dwell on that and to focus on my one father and the one man in my life that never disappoints me <laughs> right, and that right. sees that gift on the end of my, and, and, and I know that for women, Hearing from somebody, we're we need that confidence. We need that boost. We need the the um, the cre- the feeling that someone's approved me and is validating me and setting me out and sending me out. And you know, I think that's important. But you may not have that. Yeah. You know, you may not have it. And but that when God puts a stamp on you, it's the beginning of the of the journey. It's not. You know. It's not the instant success because you'll you'll have that stamp like david was was anointed king when he was 16 years old he didn't take the throne for several more years decades even before he actually was king and he was anointed king but didn't take the throne for years and years later 
But during all that time, he was being developed, and he was being chased by his spiritual father, Saul, and, and he was, they tried to kill him, and oh, it was terrible. But David became that king. He became that warrior through that persecution. Yeah. And all of that persecution, it's all for your good. You know, when I think of the spiritual fathers and the people that I've looked up to that did not treat me right, mm-hmm. that I look back and it seems like they didn't treat me right, really it was the best thing for me because it made me stronger. It made me stand up to it. I fought devils that now I can see it coming clear, clear as day when before I was intimidated by it and didn't see it or snowed by it or taken in by it. Now I'm like, oh, I, I, please, I've I, I fought you before, uh-huh. and I'm not, fight, I'm not going around the same, you know, no. I, I smell it coming. You, it makes you wiser and more discerning, and all of that persecution that comes from people really is the best education you can have. Yeah. You know, there's no real bad way to look at it. It's sad because you want everybody on your side and everybody cheering for you, but that's not what teaches you. Right, right. That's not that's not what grows you up. That's not what builds character. It's it's resistance that builds muscle. And that's you bring me to a point. It, Marvin Sapp's song never would have made it. We always think about the positive things that people done, but that that also applied in my life to what you just said. People who were not on my side, right? If they weren't, I wouldn't have uh, gone another direction. I think a preacher right. said if uh, rejection redirects you into another a vision and what God wants you to really do. And so that's right. It's certainly build yep. muscles. And like you said, you can smell it coming. It's like, okay, I've been through around this mountain. I've seen right. this thing. Now I know how to deal with it. Why do you mm-hmm. think that, because I want to go back to a statement you made earlier um, about when the Lord was telling you to move uh, from your ministry, and you mm-hmm. said that you had encouraged everybody else, your husband and everybody else, but when it came to you, you was kind of scared. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of sure. women are like that. I found myself like that when God was moving me from uh, one of uh, the churches I was, I had grown in, and like you said, you reached that ceiling. Why is it? Is it some? Is it just, you know, something that women go through, or why do women find the strength to encourage everyone else? But when it comes to, you know, the plans God has for them, we get mm-hmm. a little shaky. <laughs> well, I think it's because we're nurturers and okay. we're givers, and we we pour out so much and. We're, we we take care of our families and we serve our families. And when we see them going down or feeling dejected, we always have the right answer. And sometimes it's hard to find that person that's there for us. And I've had to learn, just like David said, you know, bless yourself. You know, what is the, encourage yourself. And, and I've had to walk outside and practice, okay, I'm going to make it. I'm the head and not the tail. And I'm above only and never beneath. And I know what God... And I honestly, when I encourage somebody else, I'm automatically encouraged. And when I start preaching to my husband and saying, I'm telling you right now, we don't ever have to worry. And God, or telling my, my girls and my son, I don't want to hear complaining. I mean, God's got a plan and he's going to, I'm automatically encouraged myself, mm-hmm. you know. And I think, but for, for a lot of women, we don't take care of ourselves like we should. We take care of everybody else and we put ourselves last. Maybe we have little kids and it's hard and it's tough. And I talk to some of my girlfriends and I'll say, you know, I'm the first to say, you need to stop this and you need to start this and why don't you? Mm-hmm. And I think, boy, am I a hypocrite, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I, but I think that's why we have each other. We have each other in those times and that that we can encourage each other. I don't know why we do it except that that's just a weakness that we need to learn how to to encourage ourselves and to take care of ourselves and and you know. Uh, 
just be willing to leave the kids with the husband and say, I'm going out. This is my night and I'm going to go do what I need to do to make myself better and to make myself feel better. And I'll be a better wife. I'll be a better mother. And, you know, I've, since I've turned 40, I've just, I've used the phrase, I'm putting my foot down more than I've ever used it in my life. Oh my goodness. I'm not taking no more. I'm putting my foot down. You know, I mean, you just, after a while, you just get tired of, of, you know, when your kids, you want to do something and you want your kids to be a part and they don't want to. And, they talk you out of it, and you know it's the best thing for them. And then you let them do it, and you, the whole night you're going, why did I not just put my foot down? Mm-hmm. And finally I'm like, I'm done. I'm putting my foot down. You can be mad. You can be frustrated. Whatever. You're doing it. Yeah. And every time I'm happy that I do that, and my kids are happy that I do that. Wow. And I, I think sometimes you just come into yourself and you just say, no, I'm, and empower myself. I make good choices. God gave me these children. He gave me this husband. Right. And, you know, we're, we're going to do right by God. We're going to, you know, my mother really taught me that because she and my father went through a divorce after 30 years of marriage and ministry. And she just clung to the cross. She wasn't about to go anywhere but to God. She yeah. didn't play games. She didn't go. She didn't try to rebel or run to the world or any of that. She knew her relationship was with God, and that's what mattered. And and period, end of, the, end of story. And to watch her be so passionate with her relationship, even though she was going through hell, it really helped me. It really wow. was an incredible example That is so for awesome. my life. That is so awesome. That uh, is. That, that she just clung to the cross, because that is a devastating uh, yeah. life switch. Uh, it is. Uh, if you just joined us, we are talking to the ever-so-lovely Martha. How do you pronounce your last name, Miss Martha? Munizzi, like music. Munizzi. Munizzi. Okay. Munizzi. You got it. Munizzi, prolific songwriter and one of the trailblazers in gospel as we know it today. I'm so excited. Um, If you have any questions, please call 347-215-6446. We have about five minutes. Uh, Naima, do you have any more questions? Well, you know, one of the questions I know we talked about before and one of the things I'm really interested in is, what three tips would you give to a woman who's just embarking on her call in ministry? Wow, I would make sure you're called. <laughs> make okay. sure you would do, and you know how you would you know is that you would do it for free. Yes. Amen. When you say I'll go anywhere, I'll sing anywhere, I'll minister anywhere, and I and I, you know, not that you don't need to be paid, but that you would say I would do this and I've been doing this and my heart is to minister. I mean, if it's a jail, if it's a girl's home, you know, if it's a juvenile home, if it's a wherever, if it's a hospital, I just want to minister to people. Um, that's, to me, a good indication that God's put this in your heart to do. And that's just a good tester, you know, because I've done this more for free than I've ever been paid. Yeah, but right. God's interest makes up for all that. So when payday comes, he takes care of you. You don't have to worry about it. And I would say, you know, just be good at what you do. Make sure that you're not operating in fear. You want to operate in faith. Always be a student of your craft. Um, constantly stay in the student position. Find people around you that can mentor you. If they can't mentor you personally, there's all kind of ways to be mentored. You know, there's all there's books, there's tapes, there's, you know, I mean, my husband and I just became consumed with educating ourselves on the music business, on learning, empowering ourselves him especially, um, how, how to, to get involved, how to connect with people. You know, there's, there's several things on 
the internet that you can find about the music business, if that's your heart is to be involved in the music business, there's just educate, be educated. And it's amazing what you can learn and be spiritual, you know, give yourself to God, give it to God, um, be willing to walk through all doors and any door. You don't have to stop and pray over every door. That's you know, right. you don't have to go, let me just, let me pray about it. If the door's <laughs> open, it's a place to minister. Don't be so super spiritual. Yeah. Go minister. It's not always going to be perfect. You're going to do more of the imperfect things than you are the big perfect things, you know, and even the big things are not, not as perfect. You'll find as you go, grow that it's the smaller churches you can really sink your teeth in and they appreciate you and you can go and they say just flow and, and they love you and you can really, really pour out. And sometimes these bigger churches will say you got 10 minutes, yeah, you know, right. and so you've got to be effective in about 10 minutes. And, and tell people about your product, you know. So right. <laughs> you, you'll find, don't despise small beginnings. That's what the Bible Amen. says. Amen. You know, enjoy the journey. Enjoy every door that God opens. And be willing to call and say, hey, I've got a ministry. I've got a great testimony. I'd love to share. I'd love to come and help you with your women's ministry. You don't have to pay me. I've got a book I'll sell or my CD I'll sell or just a love offering. Be willing to open up your heart and pour into some of these women Yes. and pour into these small churches. And I'm telling you, God will multiply it and bring it back to you. And everything's connected. Yes. Every, I'm going on a long time, but it, this, is my, this is my subject. Everything's connected. When you bless somebody that can't bless you, God will right. send somebody to bless you. Yes, he will. Amen. And be willing to help somebody that can't help you back. That's, it. That's what ministry is, Miss Martha. It's right. true. Right. And then God will – and everything's connected. And you'll go help some – little woman with her or pastor's wife with her ministry and she'll go i have a sister-in-law that's about two hours from me here that has a big church of about a thousand yeah. i bet she'd love to have you and that's how you do it and god begins to link you and connect you and and then you say listen if you enjoyed my ministry do you know any you have any friends in, in the ministry that would love for me to that would enjoy my ministry or would find you know uh, that i could find a place if, could you call them or would you uh, connect me with them and it's all relationship based yeah. That's how it's done. You just can't sit and, and act like it's going to all happen supernaturally because it's not. You know, you have to connect and build relationships and, and help people because those small churches don't stay small. Exactly. And you can grow right. with them. You can grow with them. But, yeah. you know, it's all about the people, loving people, ministering and pouring into people. Miss Martha, you have, you're so real. That's why you're on real talk. <laughs> Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Do have time uh, to take a quick call from Arkansas, Little Rock, Arkansas? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 501. Good afternoon. This is Minister C.D. Monroe. Hello, Miss Hello, Minister. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you? I'm good. I just want to call and tell you how great you are. Thank you. To the southern states. <laughs> um, oh, great God. The, the song you got, uh, Victorious. Uh, when, I, when I had my 12s in my old car, oh, yeah, it was bumping. Really oh. was. <laughs> <laughs> and um, great job on the, on the movie, The Gospel, too. You did oh, awesome. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you too. very much. I so, had a blast. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you, did you see Fred Hammond next time you? Tell him to come at Lord Arkansas, <laughs> my church. We we did have him four times, but it's not enough. Oh, oh, I it's never enough with Fred Hammond. I can never get enough of Fred Hammond. If he asks if our pastor Bishop Arnold says so, no. I was telling you, you heard a guy Cliff Monroe from Little Rock said the same thing. I, I'm a, I certainly will. I'm a big, I'm a big, I will. Big fan. He's on that. <laughs> 
I'll yeah, tell him. Maybe I'll come with him. Maybe I'll come with him if he comes. Yeah. I hope so. That would be I a, hope so. a concert I would love to see. But thank that you, would man. be great. Front row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to meet you out, uh, Minister Moore. Thank you for calling, okay? Monroe. Monroe, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so it's all love. It's all love. I'm, I'm so with you. excited right now. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I know. Okay. okay. <laughs> Have a blessed Okay. God bless you. Bless thank you. Miss Martha, you have been oh, just marvelous. That's all I can yeah, say. Thank you. You, oh, praise God. you no. have given some practical tips. Amen. And can you give out your contact information? What's coming up next for you? Because we're going to play my favorite song of yours. I know the plans I have for you. But after all we right. go, you know, Naima, I'm just going to prepare you. If you don't hear me, come back. I'll have to say goodbye then so that I don't have to worry about y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, you can go to my website, Martha Munizzi, M-U-N-I-Z-Z-I.com, and we have everything on there. We're actually really excited about our website. It has everything we we offer. All all of our songs uh, are actually our soundtracks, and we have the song books. And so we're a bookstore really online, and um, you can get other artists on there too. And everything is on there. I have teaching series on how to build a music team, how to how to you know uh, become a better worship leader, how to how to write songs and um, the the basics of worship and praise and more that we're updating even now and uh, you can go there we have new t-shirts that are that are based off of our new CD called Change the World okay. which we're really excited about and it's a whole launching campaign that we're doing with t-shirts and all kind of all kind of product that we have and uh, Jesus is the best thing t-shirts you can you can buy and walk around and just share the love of Jesus with people and uh, so we we just got a lot of things and a lot more to come um, I'm working on a couple of concept videos and writing some new songs and collaborating with some other artists. And it's been really good. It's been really exciting. And God's been opening doors and, and um, allowing us to walk through them and getting ready to go to London and, and sing at Wembley with CeCe Winans and Mary wow. Mary. And wow. so that's going to be great. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. And just got off a cruise with, with Mary Mary, too. So that was fun. And so we're actually getting to hang out a little bit more. But God's just doing some great things and, and um, giving us some creative ideas, and we're just walking forward and, and uh, doing what it's called. But MarthaMedia.com, I'm on Facebook. You can be my friend on Facebook and MySpace and uh, all that. So I invite people to come and join. It is me that's on there, and I read the, uh, the messages. And I try to get back to you, but if not, I've got my status updated. Yes. <laughs> so you'll know what we're doing, and, uh, but definitely want to connect with people. Yes, you have been marvelous. Please contact her on Facebook, MySpace. If you want to book her, go to her website. They do return uh, emails and phone calls in a time. <laughs> they do Amen. that. So it's yes, we do. We do our best. Yes, you have been fantastic. I will forever Thank you. remember this interview and your yeah, music continues to transform not only my life but millions. And so thank we you. Continue to pray your strength, your focus, you will, and definitely. just many, many blessings. So right. Thank you so much. God bless you both. God bless you. you. We'll follow up with you later with uh, Miss Jordan. Right. Okay. All right. Sounds good. God bless. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks. Naima, that was oh my god. Girl, was I was taking notes. <laughs> I'm about to fall on the floor. You talking about you? I was like, I know it. That was one of my dreams. I am living my dream every single show. Oh, my goodness. I want to encourage anybody who uh, is wavering faith. This show was on my 2006 plan, my five-year plan. 
campaign uh-huh. in the year '09. But just what God has just done with it, the people that He's allowed me to interview, and I'm just floored, just like Miss Nizzy. And we're uh-huh. going to, um, oh my God, we've we've got to <laughs> take a break. I know because we have our beautiful and lovable sisters in business spotlight coming up. We're going to take a break. Miss British Hill, I see you on the line. Please, please be patient with us. We ran a little over, uh, but we're going to take a break. We've got to play this song. I've I've just got to play this song. I know the plans that I have for you. If anybody doesn't know what God is doing in their life or they're uh, scared or they have naysayers around them, I'm I'm telling you, get this song from The Best Is Yet to Come by Martha Menizzi. I know the plans I have for you. We'll we'll be back in about four minutes. Amen. Uh, He's speaking. He's pouring himself right now. Right now for you. Oh, listen. This is what God is saying. For I know the plans I have for you. He said, I know just what you're going through, yeah, so when you can't see what tomorrow holds, and yesterday is through, remember, I know the plan I have for you, that's what the Lord said, he said, see, I know the plan I have for you, and you and you and you and see I know I know just what you're going through oh yes I do so when you can't see what tomorrow holds and yesterday is through remember I know the plan I have for you and here's the plan this is what he says to re- 
remember that I know you can't figure it out because I know Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about women in music ministry, the men, the mess, the misunderstandings. We had a fabulous, fabulous uh-huh. first uh, guest, Martha Menizzi. She blessed us. If you missed it, listen to the archive. We have our wonderful co host, Dr. Naima. Hello. Yes. Are you all right? Hello. I'm all right, girl. I had a moment. <laughs> I had a moment while the music I was know playing. I had to cut it out. <laughs> I had to cut it out. Because I'm trying to get Miss British Ford Hill. For our Tell Us in 10 Sister Spotlight this month, it's all about Women's Month. Uh, our theme is Every Woman Helping Every Woman Overcome Every Issue so that they can achieve every dream. And we are featuring sisters in business, and we would like to welcome uh, Miss British Ford Hill to Real Talk with Tanya White once again. Hello, Miss British. Hello, Miss Tanya White. How are you? I am fantabulous today. Fantastic. Good. I hear it. I'm going to say hello to your fabulous co-host. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I am listening. I've been listening probably the last five minutes, uh, and boy, oh, boy, I can understand why both of you are just like, whoo, because I, <laughs> I am with you. Martha Menezi, I think, I hope I'm yes. pronouncing her. She is a powerhouse. You're, you yes, hear definitely. Me? Oh, my gosh, ladies, how inspiring. Her voice is uplifting. Obviously, her words are touching, and her music is I mean, I, I just, know. I felt like I really did need to go to church at that moment. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. Amen. She's powerful. Very, very good. Yes. Thank you for sharing her with with the world, Tanya. Oh my goodness! I just thank the Lord that uh, she even agreed to come on real time uh-huh. with Tanya White. Um, yeah, and she's a beautiful woman too. I checked out her website and looked at some of her CD covers. Yes. Um, just really, obviously, beautiful inside and out. Yes, Amen. yes, definitely. Yes. And such a great segue for our beautiful and <laughs> sister in business. I love you, British Four Hill. You <laughs> just don't know. I you love you too. You to encourage and encourage me just with your voice, your calm voice. In everything, so welcome. I'm, I'm such. I, I'm humbly and very gratefully here with the, the two of you and with your audience. Always, Tanya, I give you so much love for what you do, your commitment, your dedication. I mean, you just raise the bar for all of us. Oh. And I just want to thank you for that, and I always will. I really do. Oh well, thank you so much. Well, sister in business, yes. Tell us what your business is. 
Well, I'm excited to hear. Okay. All right. Well, very good. Well, thank you for the opportunity to share with your audience something that I am extremely excited about, and then not just me, but with you know thousands of women, quite frankly, around the country. And that is a uh, my coaching program mm-hmm. uh, that is called the Compass Coaching Network. Mm-hmm. And as you know, Tanya, I am a certified life empowerment coach, mm-hmm. and I specialize in helping women live their best lives, helping them break through and really challenging them to take the time to focus on what they really want and then help them recognize and break through what might be holding them back from manifesting success and however it is that they measure success. So that is my that is really my purpose and my passion and really truly my mission and that is to empower all women to live their best lives on all levels. And so because that is my purpose and mission, I do that in the form of a private coaching practice that I have which is called your breakthrough coaching with mm-hmm. British Ford Hill. But where I find most of my attention and what I'm even more excited about than even my private practice is my group coaching program. And I've been blessed to align with a company that shares the same mission and purpose that I do, and that is to inspire and empower and uplift women. And that company is called the Compass Coaching Network. Okay. And essentially, um, and I'll just tell you this much and then I'll stop so you can, you know, ask me a few things if you like. But basically, Compass, just so for you to know, for those of you out there saying, okay, well, what is that? Compass is a personal development company. Um, that is committed to improving the lives of women. And um, we're a network of women and professional coaches mm-hmm. that are dedicated to, to, to help a woman, help you find your direction and, and be able to make some real improvements in your life. And by becoming a member, a client member, and I'll tell you about what I mean by member in a moment, but by, by becoming a member of the, of the uh, Compass Coaching Network, you gain support and structure from a monthly group coaching session. Um, sessions, we have more than one, that will encourage you to understand your strengths, get clear about what you want, and take the steps necessary to improve your life. And so we bring coaching to women, but what makes us very unique from just any other coaching program, and this was the vision and the dream of the founder, CEO of Compass, her name is Kim Fulcher, very noted, well-respected author and professional life coach. Mm-hmm. But the difference in between what we do and other coaching companies out there is that we provide this service for as low as $19 a month. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that's the big <laughs> difference because, you know, unfortunately most women can't afford or don't even want to afford, but, you know, certainly right. there's a lot of women yeah. out there. They can't afford the 400 to sometimes $1,000 in monthly fees that are charged by most coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why we started Compass Coaching Network and that means every woman has access to coaching programs for as little as 19 a month, and she can even work with a compass coach like myself for as little as $39 per month. Okay. So, now, now, you said something, so I'm a coach myself. Yes, and, yes, yes. Um, you said people who want to be coached. <laughs> Why? Why, British? Why <laughs> don't we want to be coached so we can live our very best lives? That's a great, that's an excellent question. Um, I am certain, Tanya, there's probably many reasons, but I, I truly believe that, you know, one of the main reasons is because so many of us just don't know. Okay. We don't know what coaching can do for us. Yes. Right. 
And that's also one of the benefits of this business that I have called the Compass Coaching Network. I'm an independent uh, representative with them and one of their coaches. But that is a great segue because one of the benefits of Compass is that we bring affordable coaching programs um, and an introduction to coaching, in many cases, to women that would otherwise not be open to it um, or even understand what coaching can do. So she joins Compass Coaching, has access to me as her group coach and all of our online programs, self-directed programs where she can make significant changes in her life in less than 10 minutes a day. We have those in, in, in place. But what that woman will do is have access to coaching. Now she's moving in the direction of making positive changes in her life. She has the support of me as her coach as well as the support of the entire community. And that could be the jump off, the ground level for her to now look at getting into private coaching. So, mm-hmm. see, we open it up in a way that if she was, you know, being introduced to the idea of coaching and she had to come off of, you know, 150 or 200 or even $300 a right. month, that might make her even more close to it. Okay. Right. Okay. So do you find that with the, the economic, if you just joined us, we are in the middle of our Sister in Business Spotlight for our show, Women in Music Ministry, uh, and we have British for Hill, and we just have about two minutes British. Um, so do you find that with the affordable coaching that people are more committed? Because one thing I've, I've seen, uh, the more people invest, the more committed they are to really getting the benefits out of coaching. Absolutely, and that is true too. But and, and, and you're absolutely right. But I believe truly that there are some there are many women that are willing to be committed and that will okay. commit but they can't because of the financial side. Right. Okay. So I what the experience that I've had with my compass coaching business is that I have some amazing, wonderful women that are very committed and they do the you know, the work, the homework every day and they listen to the audios and they get on the twice a month group coaching calls and they do it and they are experiencing significant changes in their life and they do it even though they may only be paying the thirty nine or the fifty nine dollars a month. So well I, well I think it goes back to they, they want to do it. And that's it. And, right. and, and when I think about it, you have to be a want because until I wanted to uh, be coached by somebody. There you go. It was, I knew what it was. I've heard about it until I was ready. Uh, it didn't. I didn't uh, benefit much. And, but when I committed and, and uh, really, you know, got into what I was supposed to do, that's when what you see now is a manifestation of coaching wow. for two yes. years with oh, wow. awesome. phenomenal Valerie Burton. I owe her everything, but uh, but I had to do something. She she could coach me. She could give me tips, but if I didn't implement them, it was just a waste of time and money. Now, British, where can we go if somebody really is ready and uh, willing to commit to coaching? And if you comment on tonight's show via TanyaWhite.com contact page, British has grace, graciously donated some of her CDs, correct? Yes, that's correct. The Compass Map, which is our monthly action plan, a sample of that, just so you can kind of see what it would be like if you became a, co- a, a client, and it's mm-hmm. called Take Back Your Time. All righty. So if you can, uh, give us some feedback via TanyaWhite.com, you will be one of those lucky, lucky people to receive that. So British, give us your contact information. before, And British is going to be at the end of the month for a longer period of time as we talk about women in business. Girl, handle your business is the topic, and she's going to mm. be on the 31st, I believe. Correct? Uh huh. That's right. All right. That's 
Friday. Stay tuned in for that. I want to yeah. hear more. <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as a matter of fact, um, I'll, I'll end on that note. Uh, two things real quickly. If you are interested in learning about Compass, um, whether it be as a client and particularly as a representative, because we cannot share Compass on our own. I am actually looking for women who might be interested in helping me to inspire and empower women by sharing Compass with others and being able to get paid for doing it. So mm -hmm. I am looking to teach and train other women to join me as an independent consultant with Compass Coaching Network and build a business around inspiring and empowering others. And so if you would like to learn more about that aspect of what Compass is about, please visit my Compass website, which is mylifecompass.com slash British, which is B-R-I-T-I-S-H. Once you get there, if you're open tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have the very first time live webcast with the Compass CEO and founder, Kim Fulcher herself, doing a live webcast of the Compass Representative Opportunity. So that's a very special event at 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow, and you can go to that website, click on the link, register for free, and then go back there tomorrow night and just kind of sit back and watch it. Not only will you learn about Compass as a company, you'll learn our vision, our mission. You'll learn about the client side if you'd like to just start out as a client. Um, and you will also learn about the business opportunity, which I'm really looking to bring more women uh, on board and to join me in sharing Compass. All right, we're going to hear more about right. that at the end of the month. But thank you so much, Miss British Ford Hill, Thanks. once again for thank blessing you. Real Talk with Tanya White. Uh, we, I will follow up with you later tonight too. Okay? Sounds fantastic. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Bye bye. Naima, we have, uh, I believe, this is our next guest. We're oh, talking about sorry. women in music ministry tonight. We just had the wonderful Martha Menizzi at the top of the hour. British just came with her. Women in Business Spotlight, and now we have Miss LaShawn Pace. Naima, I don't know about you, but all I can say is I know I've been changed. When God is in the building, girl. Oh. oh, my goodness, my goodness. And I'm just going to click her on prayerfully. And once again, Naima, if I fall out in the spirit, you take on Real Talk with Tanya White, all right? I'll be yourself. <laughs> all right. Uh, we would like to welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, Miss LaShawn Pace. Hello. Hello. How are you, Tanya? I am fantastic, Miss Pace. How are you? <laughs> I am changed. Oh, Lord. You gonna, you gonna, I'm going to lay on my floor now. <laughs> and you can take Real Talk with Tanya White to the next stratosphere, Miss Pace. Okay. <laughs> I, feel the, I felt the anointing through my whole body. Wow. <laughs> it right. came on through. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, welcome, and I just thank the Lord that you agreed to be on Real Talk with Tanya White as we talk about women in music ministry, the men, the myths, the misunderstandings, and I know you have a wealth of wisdom to share. Yes. Ooh, Lord, before we get started, I, I'm telling you, I really do feel the anointing through this phone. Um, thank you, Jesus. Tell us who you are in your own words. Well, LaShawn Pace is, number one, uh, I'm very down to earth. I'm a person that love the Lord, of course, and I love people, and I love what I do, and that is uh, in ministry, singing and preaching, so that's who I am. Ooh, and you do it so well, so well. Let me tell Thank you, my, you, my brother, he's 25, and when 
I was putting the show together, trying to come up with a list of guests. And he said, oh, uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, you need to go and try to contact her, T. He called me, T. I said, we should, we should come. He said, go and try to contact her. And don't you know, on his computer, he, had a, he has a list of LaShawn Bates in his gospel. Oh, my 25-year-old young brother. Oh, uh, wow. He loves him some LaShawn Pace, so I hope oh, he is thank listening. you. Tell him thank you. That's I, a blessing. I shall. I shall. When he 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 was listening to it, and I was, I, he was like, uh-uh, see, y'all don't even know. So you you have blessed even a generation below me. I'm you. humbled, Lord. I thank you. I don't take Ooh. it for granted. I know you don't. Well, let's get started talking about these men, the myths, and the, the misunderstandings ah! of music. <laughs> Come on, girl. All right. Tell us your journey, Miss LaShawn Pace. How did you become, I know you're just a good old church girl, but how did you come to uh, the gospel, become a gospel artist and step out, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? Well, my mother, uh, I have to give that to her and my dad. My dad was a quartet singer, and uh, my mother is a singer in her own right. I lost my father October last year, but he was, I had a great hand in guiding us and teaching us and helping us. So I was raised up listening. Every day after school, you could hear my mom playing the stereo of the Davis uh, sisters, uh, Clara Ward, Albertina Walker, Mm -hmm. Mahalia Jackson, Mm -hmm. Julius Cheeks, the Soul Stirrer. So I came up Mm -hmm. under that, and I had nothing else to do but to sing gospel. (laughs) Okay. Okay. That was my first inspiration, listening to it and loving what I heard over the radio. Yeah, Mahalia. Mahalia was it. If nobody had a Mahalia uh, record, we didn't have CDs back then. We had records. Yeah, 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 you heard a little static. So, uh, yeah, okay. Well, we thank the Lord for your mother. Now, Miss Bayman, do you have a question before I get to run? Because I will talk. You know what? I do. I do. I do. When I first got saved, one of the First gospel CD. Now, I grew up Catholic, so I didn't know nothing about gospel music. So one of the first gospel CDs I had was When God is in the Building. Mm. And I first off, lay that, and of course, try to sing like you. I didn't come close, but I was trying. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm just wondering, you know, that song and all of the other many songs that you've, you've shared, I'd like to know a little bit about... Um, how how those songs, you know, you picked them, how they came to be, how they're birthed in your life, all that good stuff. Uh, well, Jay, uh, John Crosland, he was one of our musicians back then, and uh, he came to us with that song in one of our rehearsals with Faith Sisters. Those are my sisters. And um, we recorded it, and it just took off from there. Amen. Amen. I know I've been changed, Miss LaShawn. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> Woo! That, that song came about. Your life changed, honey. <laughs> that song came about. My mother uh, grew up Baptist, uh-huh. and her pastor, the late Reverend C. J. Johnson, I used to hear him sing that over the radio, mm. and I've always loved it as a little girl. And so when I signed up with Savoy, I wanted to do that song. And when I hit it at Cathedral Faith that night, Milton Bigham ran out. <laughs> the truck into the church hollering. It's a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> well, that's how that song was birthed. And, Ooh, uh, Lord, and, and it to me in my personal walk with God, you know, that being changed, you know. So that's that's how that song came about. 
Oh right. my God, you're just so calm. But do you know how many lives have been you no know, forever transformed just hearing the yeah. opening part? Well, oh right. Oh, oh my. God. I know I've been changed. Angels in heaven. <laughs> oh. I wish I could sing just a little bit, but. Oh, come on. <laughs> Woo! Thank you so much. I'm about to run. I'm about to I, run I up in that. here. <laughs> if y'all run, we can't do the interview. Look. I know. I know. I'm, I'm trying to get my notes. I see my, my notes are in my hand this day. But, woo, have mercy. Let me, let, me, let me get my host in. Act like I got some good sense, like my mom. <laughs> All right. What are some uh, distractions? You being in music ministry, women, as well as men, but women in particular, go get distracted so easily, in my opinion. What are some oh. distractions that, that, that distract us and even attack uh, women who uh, minister through music? Because it's such a powerful and vulnerable uh, uh, gifting. Uh, well, in my experience, and the Lord has allowed me to experience both, uh, being a single young lady in the church, then married and then divorced, Mm-hmm. and single again with, with children at this time, mm-hmm. uh, the number one distraction will be, would be men. Uh, and, and now in this day and time, you have both men and women coming after you. Mm-hmm. And then another distraction would be money. You're not mm-hmm. making enough of it, so you would sometimes sell yourself short. And you would, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, instead of listening to the voice of the Lord and following in, in his footsteps and what he say, you would be distracted. That way, saying, "Well, I got to keep my children," or, mm-hmm. uh, "Well, this you're not getting the attention you want." So someone come along and pick, giving you the right type of attention, and that could be a major distraction. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. money and men. I should have added that to the title because money is a huge, huge distraction, especially being a single mother um, and having kids to feed, and you're trying to do what the Lord has called and appointed you to do. Um, exactly. Right. It can right. be. And I can imagine that sometimes, you know, we love our church folk, but I'm, I can imagine that sometimes they don't do you right. You know, you go someplace for a love offering and you open the envelope and you're like, the first Jesus. place, okay? We'll, we'll bless you real good. So and so, so and so came here. We blessed them. I was like, okay, well, this is going to be all right. Right. <laughs> and it's not all right. It's not. It's not all right. <laughs> wow. Now, Miss LaShawn Pace, now you are one who uh, gets many. You, Like I said, you've blessed millions, millions, millions. How do you develop the wisdom to separate, you know, receiving the accolades from men into getting that fresh anointing? Because each song is anointed. There's no, like, repeat or I'm just doing this. How do you get that uh, strength to get a fresh anointing from God so that you can minister through recording or through live? Because I've seen you live. So you live at the Mega Fest, and I can't remember much because I was on the floor, but I remember. <laughs> you did great. You, you there with your beautiful smile, and you Thanks. start singing, it's my turn, and I just can't remember no more, but I know you was there. <laughs> wow, thank you. How do you separate from doing what God called you to do to not getting sucked up into the accolades and affirmations of men? And, uh, got, I got to be real, girl. My mother ain't no joke. Okay. My Thanks mother can call and say, uh, I don't feel you in the spirit. When the last time you fasted? Oh, when the last time you prayed? Have you given God some time? And you're like, uh, 
too late. Well, first of all, you can't minister to these people because, number one, they're God's people. Mm. So if you want to give them what they need, you got to go to God. Mm. Oh, so she's there always, you know, keeping me aware of, okay, don't get too high. Okay. Because this comes from the Lord. And that anointing, he can sap it and give it to somebody else. Wow. So you have to really stay focused, and I appreciate the God in her. Uh, she, she's number besides God, she's next and, oh. and telling me what to do and, and how to do it. I appreciate Thank her. You, so Thank you, Mother. <laughs> mother Pace, yeah. honey, yes. Thank, Thank you, Mother Pace. Mother Pace. That's a good word. <laughs> I wrote yeah. it down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, the mothers already know. And my mother used to say, I can smell you when you're doing <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wow. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? You can smell me, but it was that mother's discernment, and right. you know, a praying mother is the deadliest weapon that you can. You better know that. that. You better know like, that. Why can't I do this? I must be home praying. But so we thank Mother Pace <laughs> for keeping you on your toes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Naaman, do you have any questions? Yeah, you know, my favorite one. What three tips would you give to a woman who is just yeah. embarking on her fallen ministry? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, first of all, as the, as the scripture says, study mm-hmm. to show yourself mm-hmm. approved. Don't ever jump out someone you're not sure yourself about what God has done for you. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, once you've done that and you know you got heaven backing you up, I would say go for the gusto. Every time you get up, go for blood because that's what the devil does when he comes out the up. All right. Oh, go, go for what you know. Go for what right. I'm that's my motto. Watch my dust. I'm gonna do what the Lord had told me to do. I can't right. accept this stuff. Miss um, Pace, what uh, upcoming projects do you have next? What you say now? What, what upcoming projects? Do you have any upcoming projects? Any movies? Any plays? Oh, any- girl, I have. Um, I am working on a new project. Okay, and. Um, I'm waiting to be re-signed because I come through a very uh, serious illness, okay. and I was I was released from the record label because I was sick and could not travel. Okay. And uh, so I'm just going to do something on my own and shop it around and see what God has to do from there. Ooh, all right. All right, then. All right. So it's going to be this year, next year, whenever the Lord says so. It may be released uh, next year, but I will definitely do it, hopefully, Sometime this year. Uh, What's your favorite LaShawn Pace song, Miss Pace? Just because God said it, that's enough for me. That, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> All right. Woo! Yeah, I want me on the floor. Girl, I live by that. You know, the devil ain't no. See, honey, he's out to destroy us. But once God gives you a word, you better stand on that word, and because he said it, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't gonna lose your mind, honey. Before it happened, you're not going nowhere, but because you're gonna live to see it. He declared it. You shall yeah. not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord. I can't declare it if I'm dead. So he's gonna watch over yeah. his word and make sure I stay here to do what he wants me to do. Yes, good. Like Campbell's soup. Miss Pace, you messed up all my nose. I can't even see straight. Ooh, I know I'm all over the place. <laughs> what I wanted to ask you, but I know the Lord. 
has done what he wanted to do. Because I'm through right about now. You didn't gave us about three acapella live songs. <laughs> my body's like, I feel the anointing. I'm about to pass out. Thank you, Sister. God is good. He's real. He is He's real, real like that. In my soul today, that's what I used to sing. He's washed all my soul. Oh, all my Yeah. And now I really know what that song means. But Miss Pace, mm, we're going to have to have a LaShawn Pace album one what, one day and just let you loose on Real Talk with mm-hmm. Diane All right. All right. I'm telling you. I'm at, I'm at church right now, too. I'm going to go on inside and finish my little dance because y'all don't start us up. Well, go ahead. We bless you. We thank the Lord that you stopped Amen. by. But if we will follow you. up with you. If what, 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 leave whatever you want with the women in music ministry so they can be focused on the Father instead of the mess that may come That's their right. way. Just leave, leave us with something. Whatever. Okay, I will leave the Holy Ghost and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for these women that are out here in ministry and for the men, the real men of God that's backing them, whether it be their husband, brother, father, uncle, or their pastor. Lord, I thank you for them being in our lives. But now, Father, you deal with these women and let them know we don't have to fall and stay down. Yes, we can make mistakes, but, God, we get up and we repent and not return back to the vomit, but we go on and learn from those experiences, and we go higher in you. God, just as the trees and the uh, leaves blossom, all these trees, for a moment in the winter, it's naked. But honey, when the anointing comes, which is the spring and the summer, we blossom and bloom again and give our praises unto God. Lord, let us remember that the greater one lives on the inside of us, and no weapon formed against them will prosper, because God said it. Honey, that's enough for us. Go forth in your ministry and in your calling. In the name of Jesus, I command you to do what God said do. Amen. 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 Bless you, Miss Pace. bless you. I will follow up with you. You have been a blessing. And we love you here at Real Talk. Anytime you want to call Love you all, too. Come on now back. We'll be praying uh, definitely for you and your ministry. God, God, thank you. In store. Mm-hmm. God bless uh, you all. God bless you. You have a blessed night. Right. You God too. Bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Naima, y'all almost had me for real, for real. When she came on the phone, the anointing shocked my phone. I'm not playing. I know the anointing. Girl, girl, girl. Y'all, welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White. We're talking about women in music ministry, the myths, the misunderstandings, and the men. That was LaShawn Pace. My God, we definitely, we're going to have her back. Y'all just... Y'all didn't get to hear y'all song. We're going to have her back. She's going to have a whole hour. Oh, Amen. my God. Amen. Oh, my, oh my God. Say whatever you, you want. I'm on. trying to calm down. I'm trying to calm down. Hold on. Hold on. I love her. I love her. I love her. When you start talking about it, it's better than uh, Campbell's food. Mm-mm-mm. Good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that one song she used to sing. As better than, God is better than Scotch tape. You can't mm-hmm. see him, but you know he's there. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I was that like, woman, okay. That woman ain't no joke right there. Mm, if you have no. just joined us, no. you have been blessed. LaShawn Pace has prayed under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Uh, so if you've been uh, faltering or wavering or, or trying to figure out what God wants you to do, you're a woman, a sister in ministry, I'm telling you, your life is not going to be the same. Um, just receive it in the name of Jesus. If you are a, a woman who is ministering through music, fight through the temptations, fight through the traps of the enemy, fight right. your way through. 
Um, so you can minister and affect the people who need your ministry. God has uniquely designed you for such a time as this and for such a sector of people. And if you are scared to fight, I'm telling you, just fight on. I'm telling you. Go forth. Like she said, go Go forth. Go forth forth because mm, your life will be so much better when you're flowing. I think I heard, uh, I remember Karen Clark sharing her song on Finally. The safest place is nowhere but in the will Mm -hmm. of God. The will of God, that's the right. The will of God. Right. So get in God's Maybe. field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, if you want to go ahead and sing now, Amy, you can do it. Oh, no. <laughs> Girl, no, I can't be singing no Karen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. But when you said that, I thought, you know, how powerful a song that is because it may be, you know, on a battlefield, yeah. it may be on a mountaintop, it may, it may be in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But wherever it is, you know, the safest place is in his will. And I think a lot of times we get caught up in um, outside of his will and wondering why everything is is going wrong because we're so afraid sometimes to walk in that um, that perfect will because we don't know what's going to happen. It's scary to us. And instead of truly trusting, you know, the almighty God who, like, you know, Martha said, he got plans for us, great plans. That that Um, blessed me so Oh, wow. uh, it blessed me so when, uh, because it is scary when God wants to take you higher, when He's right. snatching you from what you think is your comfort zone. Right. But it's really right. just a stepping stone to where right. God wants to place you. And so, one right. thing I would, would encourage every woman in ministry, every sister, every preaching woman, you need to be consistent, you need to be in God's will, and you need to fight your way through the fear. I keep saying fight because I'm a fighter. I used to be a fighter in the physical realm, but now I fight in the spirit. I am a warrior in God, and I keep telling people, you got to fight your way through. So hook up, yoke up with those people in God who are doing what God told them to do. Because if they're doing what God told them to do, they're going to encourage you and challenge you to do what God is telling you to do. They're going to be truthful with you. They're not going to sugarcoat anything. They're not going to let you fall back into, like LaShawn Pay said, the vomit. Right, They're going right. to challenge you to be holy, to be sanctified, to be focused on God. And so women in music ministry and women in ministry do what God told you to do uh, because right. if you do not know, there is a shift in the kingdom. And I'm not going to preach because I can preach on this. Come on, preach. Go on, girl. Go on. Take a minute. The flow of God because God is shifting things. And if you're yes. not going to be in the shift, you're going to be left behind in the mess, and you're not going to be blessed. So you need to get in the shift. God is changing things, the whole order of the world, the whole order of the kingdom. And women in ministry are going to have a new standard, just like the men in ministry are going to have a new standard. And those who are are right there now who are not doing what God called them to do, he is starting to shake the foundation. And I just know I don't want to be the one falling through the cracks. I want to be the one who is standing in the will of God and doing what he called you to do, called me to do. So I encourage every woman in ministry, whatever ministry, you don't have to be a preacher, you don't have to be a licensed minister. God may tell you to start a business. That is a ministry because he's going to bring people your way that you're going to bless and empower to be the best person that they can be. So that is my word, my little. Amen. Or work in nursery. You know, I think a lot of times women think those things are not important. I just work in the nursery. Oh, I'm just an usher. You know what? That is just as important and just as as powerful as being in, up in the pulpit. 
Yeah. And I think we forget that. Serve and serve diligently, serve well, serve lovingly, serve faithfully, and God will bless and reward. He will bless and reward. And if you just joined us, we are talking about women in a music ministry, uh, the myths, the men, the misunderstandings. We have had a phenomenal show. We had Martha Menizzi at the top of the hour. She Woo-hoo. blessed us so much. If you missed that, you need to catch the archive. But Sean Pace just, just came through Real Talk and wrecked it. Wrecked it. She gave us three acapella live verses of her songs and then prayed us through and told us to go forth. If you missed that, you need to catch the archive. And now we're we're setting uh, position ourselves. Name, I don't think I can handle anymore, but we're going to handle Miss Sherry Addison. I don't know if any of y'all watch BET Sunday Best. I did. Woo! That's all I got to say. I'm going to sleep real, real good tonight because the Holy Spirit is going to rock me in the crater of his arms after this show because I have been ministered to. But we, uh, oh, my God, Sherry Addison, bless bless me every single week. And this is another, um, when I was planning this show, my brother, he was right there. He's like, oh, yeah, you need to get her. Try to get her. your talent scout. <laughs> you know, he is. He is part of the Real Talk team, whether he knows it or not. Uh, he's like, yeah, get her. He's like, yeah, I watch Sunday Best. And woo! And he, this is a young brother who, uh, he, he's not connected with the church every week, but he, he still loves the Lord. He's still finding it. But he listens to music. He loves LaShawn Bates. He loves Sherry Addison. He loves Mark Menezi. So this show is for him, if nothing else. And we have a caller from 708 with their hand up, so we're going to see if they have something to say. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 708. Real Talk is so wonderful. (laughs) That's good. Hello, 708. Hi. I just so happened to um, go on MySpace, and I've been telling myself I was going to call you (laughs) and tune in with you, Um, and I'm glad I did. I was blessed all the time, too. I've been like... Such a huge fan of her since I was a little girl, and I just love her voice. Oh, my goodness. Did she bless your soul? Yes, she did. Uh, she oh is goodness. wonderful. Um, we're going to have her back, so stay tuned. Oh, we're going to have a whole hour with LaShawn Pace. Real. You we'll might lay hands through the phone or something. Yeah, uh, she has nothing to reckon with. <laughs> I'm so glad you called. Where are you from, 708? Um, Dalton, Illinois. Okay, Illinois. Well, we have another fabulous uh, sister coming on in just a few minutes, Sherry Addison. So I'm going to mute you out. Continue to listen. And if you have something to say, press that number one so you can raise your hand, okay? Okay, will do. Thank you so much. You're welcome. If you just joined us, we're talking about women in music ministry, and we're getting uh, prepared to uh, have our last guest on, Naima. But before we do, we, we've got to play a LaShawn Pay song. The Lord will make a way. Um, (laughs) I don't know if it's safe, though, girl. (laughs) Uh, You know, but if it's not, the Lord is going. Somebody needs to hear that the Lord will make a way for them. If you just joined us and you are uh, wavering in what God has called you to do or you are scared to go forth in certain things, trust me. If God said it, (laughs) that settles it. He's going to work it out as LaShawn Pace for your good. But we have LaShawn Pace. The Lord will make a way. We'll be back as soon as the song is over 
and I guess Sherry Addison will be on the line. And I, I just feel in my spirit she's going to take us to another stratosphere too, Naima. What do you think? Amen. Girl, let's go. <laughs> let's go. All right. The Lord will make a way. Let's shine pace. He did it for me. I know he will do it for 
And if you just joined us, we're talking about women in music ministry, the myths, the men, the misunderstandings. We've talked to Martha Menizzi earlier today. LaShawn Pace just left us. And we're set to talk to Miss Sherry Edison. Naima, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, girl. That was so wonderful. This has been a powerful show. Naima, give us your contact information, girl. You've been you've been uh been working so hard, you forgot to give your contact information. <laughs> well, if you would like more information about me and my ministry, the best place to go is uh com, and that's Johnston J O H N S T O N. And, of course, I'm on MySpace and Shout Life and Facebook, and there's a link there to all of those sites. And also my management company, Catapult Entertainment Group, with a wonderful Zoe Lena is running the show behind the scenes. Um, And that website is catapult with a K, um, E-N-T dot com. All right. We're set to talk to Ms. Sherry Addison, who was runner-up on BET's uh, Sunday Best and if you ever heard her sing, uh, whoo, when the saints come in to worship, any song on there. And if you got her new CD, please listen to One More Sunny Day. I tried to upload it, but the devil wouldn't let me. <laughs> One day, we're going to upload that and play it. But let's see if, if this is Miss Addison online. Welcome to Real Talk with Tanya White, 773. Hello, Tanya White, Sherry Addison. Oh, bless you, my <laughs> sister. Thank you so much for your patience, and uh, we have just been had a spirit-filled show, like we have said, but we are so glad that you've joined us. I have my wonderful co-host with me, Naima Johnston. Hi, Naima. Hello. How are, How are you? you? Wonderful. <laughs> no, we're talking in tandem. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Sherry Addison, thank you so much. Tell us who you are in your own words, because we know who you are. We've seen you on the TV. Most of us have your wonderful, wonderful CD. But tell us who you are in your own words. In my own words, who is Sherry Addison? Mm -hmm. Sherry Addison is just a woman who loves the Lord. Mm -hmm. As for as long as I can know, I love the Lord. You know, I was born and raised in the church. My mother drugged me in every (laughs) chance she got. Every time the doors were open, we were there. And that's something that just became inbred in me. You know, it wasn't like I was force-fed. It was just what I knew to do. And so I just love the Lord. I love I love people. I love to have fun. I love to laugh. I'm simple. I am mm-hmm. a real simple person. But the biggest thing about me, I love me some God. <laughs> we could tell you love the Lord because with Amen. a voice and an Amen. anointing like that, you won't Amen. have nobody else who you can love more. That's so My funny. goodness. I'm trying to calm down because uh, your your song and I'm, I I don't even I probably won't even get to the questions on my list, Miss Cherry. But, <laughs> okay, um, I'm ready, girl. Just go here. We can I'm, talk. I'm going in the spirit. <laughs> but your song, one more sunny day. Ah, my Lord, my Lord. That's Don Uploaded. The devil wouldn't let me, but we go. We go <laughs> play that one show and have you back. But tell us. Did you write that? How did that song come a part of your CD? You know what, that song, God said he would withhold no good thing from you. And you know mm-hmm. when you have desires, sometimes, you know, he actually answers a few of them if you're faithful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. the blessing came because when um, I was speaking to the president of the company, uh, Jazzy Jordan from uh, Zamba Verity Records, and 
you know, we were talking about my working on a CD and who, you know, did I admire in gospel music that, you know, I would like to work on if I had a wish list. And I just said, you know who I think writes incredible music and just their their stuff just exudes excellence. And I said, and that's Donald Lawrence. And he just oh picked up God. the phone and called him. <laughs> and then he handed me the phone. And, you know, Donald Lawrence get on the phone like, hey, Sherry, how you doing? <laughs> Oh and I was like, that is really his voice. Oh, God, I'm talking to Donald Lawrence. And he said he would love to do something with me. And he had written that song, One More Sunny Day. And the words, it just seemed like, okay, God, he wrote this for me. And so I did. I actually asked him, how long ago did you write this song? He said he actually had written the song some years ago. But mm-hmm. at the time he was putting that CD out, he had too many ballads. Mm-hmm. on that CD. So that song, even though he recorded it, they never uh, put it on a CD, so it was never aired. I said, that's because it was mad. Oh, it was, <laughs> listen, let me right. tell you, that song, woo, that's, can you can you just give us a live rendition of just a, 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 a verse? <laughs> just when I thought I would see the sun or the clear blue skies again. Just when I thought I'd never see my rainbow, it would rain over and over and over again. Lord, you came through for me when the enemy tried to convince me it was over for me. You, you gave me, thank you, Lord, hallelujah. You gave me one more, one more, one more, one more sunny day. Mm. <laughs> Woo! And when you talk right. about women in ministry, whether it's music, some of the distractions and everything, you, mm-hmm. you need a song like that. Yeah, so right. we, we need reminding right. at times of 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 the fact that this stuff is just not guaranteed. And if God gave you this this sunny day. If he gave you one more day, he's purposed it. He's yes. purposed it one more day for something, to bless somebody, to bless his name, to encourage somebody else, to lift somebody. He didn't give it to you for nothing. Right. right. And we take right. so much stuff for granted, you know. We, we take these things for granted. We take the opportunity to be before God's people for granted. Yes. You know, we start to abuse it. We, we think that it's Ooh. for our glory. But God said he wouldn't, nobody would steal his glory. Right. And right. it's all about him. The processes that we go through, the tears that we shed, is to encourage somebody else, to let them know, you have survived some things. Yes, I've had to go through. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've had to cry. Yes, I've hurt. Yes, I've had to suffer. But God was 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 uh, validating me, and then then so that He can get the glory. So I can tell somebody else, yes, you're going through now. I've been where you are, but you will survive. You know, I can stand in the gap on your behalf because I know where you are. I yes. know what you're going through. We you have to encourage said, one another. You didn't said something that's so, it wasn't even on my list. But standing in the gap when it comes to the men, the message, the misunderstanding of women in ministry. Mm-hmm. In order for me to get through. What I needed to get through, somebody had to stand in the gap. Yeah, God. I didn't even know. Right. And that's How important the thing. is it for us to return to that intercessory prayer to help us sister out? It even is. If we don't speak to her, but it's through our prayers and our standing in the gap. How important is that, Ms. It is a very powerful vehicle because if hell would have his way, he would make you think you're going through it alone. Yes. You're right. the only one that has ever gone through it. 
you know, and that you're so far in it that there is no turning back. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the trick. He he he's accuser of the brethren. So he accuses you of all of these things. Yeah, you can't make it and blah 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 blah. And then he the word says we're strengthened by our testimony. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go through that thing so that I can encourage that next person and to, yes. to lift them up, to bring them forth and, and lift up somebody else's shoulders. Uh, but oftentimes he also tricks us and, and our stuff is so embarrassing. We don't want to share it. Right, we, you know, right, you, you don't right. want to tell nobody else. Because quiet is kept, you know, the church can be the most judgmental. Mm-hmm. You know, the, right. the church can put more pain and pressure on you. Um uh, that 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 makes you not want to share your story, exactly. not want to tell us, because we we hold you know we hold it against people that oh you went through that or oh you took that or oh you did that or you know or you lived with him or you he did that you know we we use it against each other instead of uh, encouraging someone else you know how to be better. Right. Yes. Yeah. So what are some things whether it be men. Myths, myths that women in ministry go through because I know uh, as a preacher there's some myths that we go through as preachers and teachers. But what are some myths if if you are a woman and and trying to um, minister through music? Uh, what are some myths that you have to overcome or misunderstandings that you have to confront? Well, first of all, um, I think the the biggest thing that comes to mind is that we we have to realize that God is no respecter of person. Mm-hmm. And so everything is so gender specific, right? You know, you know, we we don't expect um, women to have a word that can be heard over the pulpit, you know, mm-hmm. or <laughs> but see, Come on. Uh, that is so, and it, and it, and I and I can speak on that because I was, you know, everybody knows me from Bright Star Church of God in Christ right now, mm-hmm. but what they don't know is that I was raised in a Baptist church for thirty seven years. Mm-hmm. And I was in a church that uh, was not receptive to women in ministry, mm. but that didn't stop God from calling me. Exactly. Right. You right. know, and I and I even got a chance to tell my pastor before he died. I said, God said He would sanctify the ground I stood on. It didn't matter where it was. Mm-hmm. If there was a word that was to come forth, you know, it was going to come forth. I couldn't sit on it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I and I went to him just like the men did. And they when they said they had a calling on their lives and things like that, and. God being the God of order, he yeah. had me come the same way the men came. Right. So oftentimes I found myself walking in favor that they didn't even have because they were governed by certain things, uh, certain restrictions. Right. Um, but when it came to me, I was able to do the exact same things they would do in ministry. And I was received because it was God. He was showing them that it was him. That's kind of how my life, my life walk has been. You know, mm-hmm. God shuts doors that no man can open and then opens them up, and people say, how you do that? <laughs> well, it wasn't even me. I totally, and like most women, because truth be told, it's still not accepted for women to be preachers, to be even pastors. That's true. Uh, but like you said, you've got to go forth. Yeah. Amen. God, you called me. And I know at the beginning when I was uh, accepting the call on my life and really understanding what God wanted me to do, I battled that for so many years. God, I'm not like this. Or, mm-hmm. you know, why are you calling me? Don't you need to change me to be mm-hmm. like this? <laughs> and God just simply said, baby girl, I just need you to be you mm-hmm. because I need you to minister to people who are going to hear you. That's it. And they're going to be blessed. And so that, that right. comes, it's, it's a constant struggle, don't you think? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. God is still setting me up. And, you know, and, and I... 
see, my thing is I told God I wanted to be a secret agent man. You know, put me in the trench coat, let me turn my collar up and put on some shades, and we, you and I can sit on the couch and talk. But don't be putting right. me on blast and busting right. me out all in front of people. And, you know, that pulpit, I don't understand why people jockey for position because it's work. Uh, right. If you right. really know it's work, you know, he, that, that's vineyard work. He yes. said the harvest is right, but the laborers are few. Yes. You know, but then he said in these last days he will pour out his spirit among all flesh yes. and even the women, you know. Your young men and your young women. Mm-hmm. We're gonna dream dreams and prophesy, and the work just needs to be done. I think if we could, we major in the minors, and mm-hmm. if we could adjust our focus and stop looking at who hitting the home run, mm-hmm. and just know that we all on the same team, I think we could work some things out. Mm-hmm. Hell torments right. us and gets over on us with division of a nation, yes. because we are so divided. Yes, and yes. it's right. not just the women though; the men no, are right. divided. Because you, know, you got certain pastors that won't bless other pastors because they didn't come up with the idea first. Oh, Lord. But that's a whole oh, nother show, ain't mother. it? You might that be is, a mother that in is, the that's spirit. That's a topic you should be on for that's a minute. Something, <laughs> that's something a mother would say to her children. Right, right. Oh, the truth. The truth. And we are on and the that same team. I don't care who, who gets the soul that's saved and, and the life that's changed and the yoke right. that's destroyed. I'm excited. See, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm part of that peculiar people. Mm-hmm. That the Bible talks about Because I just get excited about ministry yeah. I get excited that I don't care that it's you that's less. I tell people even with Sunday Best You know, uh, people were having a hard time Because they say, you know, well, well Crystal's the winner Why we hear so much about Sherry And I say, but God <laughs> But God And, and there is yes. enough work in the kingdom To get the work done yes. You know, uh, she's on the west coast I, I'm, I'm, you know, in the in the central uh, centrally located, but it don't matter because the work needs to be done. And if we can stop arguing about who's doing the work and who was authorized to do the work and why can she, because God said so. <laughs> That's right. You know, and I had that heard. conversation with her. I said, I told her, I said, Crystal, I said, don't let nobody get in your head, your heart, or your mind yes. with regard to what God is doing in my life. Because mm-hmm. no one can stop it. Because it's just like He told Sarah and Abraham in 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 that set time. I'm mm-hmm. going to bless you. And Ooh. I'm in that set time where he's right. blessing me. And, yes. and it's, right. you know, I've been faithful over a few things. And now he said he will withhold no good thing from me. They can't stop it. So That's let's work right. together. Let's show them something different. Can't if we, we can't get, get along, along down here, <laughs> how are you going to get along in heaven? Yes. That's right. That's right. You yes. know, I once heard that if there was a church on every corner in every city, there still would not be enough seats for all the people in the nation, yeah. the church. Yeah. And if you look at it from that perspective, there is plenty of work for everybody to do. Really and I is. do, I think we, we do, we get so caught up in, and I've been guilty of it, you know, how come I didn't get that, or, or why didn't, why isn't it my turn, or, and it yeah. is, you really hit the nail on the head about being, being faithful over the small things, and mm-hmm. um, I'm wondering, I guess, what do you do when people are saying, well, your time has passed you by, or it's too late for you. You, you, you know, you, you weren't here in the beginning, and so you, you've missed it. And so I, I know a lot of women who sit back and say, I'm too old or it's too late mm-hmm. or I'm not good enough. How do, how do you deal with that, or what advice would you give? Uh, I tell people dreams have no expiration dates. Mm. Amen. And if God birthed it in you, then he's not, he's not just making this up as he goes. And right. the, words, right. he knows the thoughts that he thinks toward me. You know, to an extent.
expected end, thoughts of good, not of evil, but to my expected end. So if he's put that thing in me, it won't die. Some I had two women walk up to me. I was singing for a breakfast one morning and and uh, for the radio station, and the lady walked up to me and she said, how did you know? I mean, we, she said, we're struggling and we feel like our time has passed and, mm. and we look at you and we just want to know, how did you know? I said, it wouldn't die. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. die, and I couldn't rest. And that thing got so intense; it was like it was like being in labor, you yeah. know. And it was like God, but I don't know how to get to what you want me to do. Yeah, but it's a cinch; it's got to be done. It's right. got to be done. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna call you Mother Sherry because I just feel you're a mother in the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Amen. You are a mother Amen. in the spirit. You have blessed. I've been writing notes, and um, wow, I'm gonna. <laughs> We need a whole hour with you, and so I'm going to get with your people. <laughs> and you, I'm just going to let you run uh, run free and, oh, God. and bless people uh, with your words. We're down to about two minutes. We do have a call. Uh, can you take a call, Miss Sherry? No problem. Okay. From the 708, you've ha- had your hand up patiently. <clears throat> Hello. Yeah. Hi. You got me over here bawling because <laughs> everything you're talking about, is what I'm going through right now. Ah, bless God. <laughs> and so your words have like really just just touched me. Because I'm at a point where I was just tired, and I'm not giving up on God, but I was just I'm just feeling like tired. Like I'm trying, and I feel like because of my age, you know. I want to beat and did something with myself besides, um, as Tyler Perry said, I want to give up the, the victim card and say, this is what happened to me, feel sorry for me, because that's not what I'm asking. But I want to go forth and do what his will is for me, but I want to have peace. I want to have joy. And I know I can only do that through him. So your words just really helped me. I just want to tell you thank you. God bless you, sweetheart. And just like I said, just know you won't have any peace until you get to what God has ordained for you to do. So there is work that has to be done. You know, for years I've struggled with that. I knew there was a call on my life. Um, No, did I ever always want to fess up to it? No, sometimes I still don't. (laughs) But by the same token, I could never rest if there was something in me, you know, I would, oh, dear God, talk about wrestling with God. Talk about doing the Gideon mm-hmm. thing. God, if this is really yeah. you, let the fleece be wet. Okay, now that is wet, but if this is really, really you, then let it be dry. You know, I've had all of the excuses. Okay, God, I haven't been to seminary. I haven't mm. been. He said, you have survived. Yes. <laughs> Tell well, somebody about what it takes to survive, if nothing more. You know, we think that it has to be a bunch of these and thous. But it's just as simple as your life experience. Ooh, and I'm ministering to me right now. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I got a joke. It's that two-edged sword thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm speaking for a women's conference at my church. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, God, are they serious? You know, <laughs> what am I going to say to these women? Mm-hmm. You know, but God never, he never fails. And he never lets me down. You know, and what I've come to know is that if Naomi doesn't minister to Ruth, she'll never get to her Boaz. Woo! Well, come oh, on. You are a mother in the spirit. Yes. You are Just so right. Opening your mouth and bringing somebody along. You know, and so what I'm really excited about what God is doing in my life right now, because, yeah, people, he's made me an example. Mm-hmm. You know, 
he's made me an example. They are not hiring new artists at 46. Mm -hmm. They're just not doing it. But God, when they told me no on that show, it didn't break me because I said, okay, God, but I know who I am. But that doesn't break me. It doesn't change who you said I am. I just don't know how to get the work done that you want done. But I trust you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what all God is looking for, a yielded vessel, yes. somebody that's willing. So people are saying, you know, people look for a big platform. Mm-mm. Don't look for that. Look for the small platform. Somebody sitting on your pew needs mm-hmm. a touch from you. Start yes. a hug ministry. Hug somebody because <laughs> people are coming in there and they're hurting and they're suffering week after week, coming to church, coming to work, coming, children are coming to school. Yes. And you don't know what they've had to go through to get there. Just be kind to somebody. Smile at them and say, how you doing? God bless you. I just love you. You yes. never realize what kind of ministry that is and what that will do for people. Yes. Well, Carla, we thank you for being so patient. And God's going to continue to minister to you. Amen. We are down to two minutes, Miss Sherry. <laughs> We're going to have you back. But if, if you could quickly leave one nugget of wisdom for women in music ministry, women in ministry, so we can avoid the the men that messes up, the myths and the misunderstandings, so we can be what God has anointed us to be. I'm going to tell you, the first thing came to mind, seek ye first yes. the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Oh, Put God first in yes. every decision you make. I don't even care if it's as much as... Okay, God, I'm getting ready to park my car. Is this a good spot? Yes. Spot be there when I get there. Yeah. I'm telling you, seek Him. You can't go wrong. Right. Well, you have been a tremendous blessing. Like I said, we're going to follow up with Miss Robin and get back on your calendar. The Lord's gonna give us a topic for you, (laughs) so you can have the whole hour to run through real talk. Alrighty then. And God bless, bless some you. real lives. We love you. Like I, love I said, you too, get Tanya that Naima. We do <laughs> love you. You need it for nothing else but one more sunny day. You need to get Miss Sherry CD. Please right do. Now. Go to Walmart and get it right now. Amen. Thank buy you. it. Don't burn it. Yes, buy it. That's don't right. burn it. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to follow up with you later. You have a Fabulous weekend, Miss. You do the same. God bless you. God, God bless, bless you. you. God bless you. Woo, Naima, we are down to 30 seconds. Quick, Girl. Tell us what, what you can leave us with. We're going to have you back in June, right? Oh, yes. I will leave you with it's never too late. It's God never said go, go. It has been a privilege to co-host with you tonight. Oh, God. We're going to have you back, girl. We are mm-hmm. going to have you back. Uh, let's. If you miss any part of this show, please, please listen to the archives. Martha blessed us. She yeah. said, you know, God knows the plans he has for you. And her and Sherry said the same thing. Do not right? despise meager beginnings. I don't care if you're a woman in ministry and whatever. Do what God told you to do. Do it with power. Do it with boldness. And he will bless beyond measure. I am a witness. I cannot do what I'm doing. Y'all give me great feedback, but this is nothing but the Lord telling me to go forth. And I went forth, fought through the fear, and God continues to bless me every single day. Join us Thursday as we talk about women in ministry preaching, those preaching women. And I'm going to share some men, some misunderstandings that I had to press through to be what God called me to be. 
if you write the show, you'll get a free gift. So go to TanyaWhite.com. We're going to leave you with Shirley Caesar. If anybody is uh, is struggling right now, Shirley's going to say you can make it. See y'all Thursday. Love you. Bye-bye. God bless you. Don't!